NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are live right here on the grid for in-game live. It is Kevin Walsh, and it is George Kurtz. I am uh, smiling ear to ear as I see on the TNT broadcast. They are showing a commercial for AEW Dynamite. For anybody that knows me knows that I am uh, one of the biggest AEW fans in the world, so it is just cool uh, whenever I get to see them get this little spotlight there. George, I can't imagine you watch wrestling. I'm sorry, what are we talking about, by the way? Yeah, I didn't think so. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's uh, it's it's just it's it's wrestling, but it's uh, it's on TNT, and it's very very cool, and it's very good. And if people uh, are interested in watching it, it'll be on after Heat Pacers, which we will get you guys set up for in this hour. But I want to start rolling through some of these baseball games, George, because there are certainly a lot of them to get to. Uh, so let's not waste any time uh, and go to the Blue Jays and the Rays. In an interesting spot where we've got the Blue Jays as slight whole or slight road favorite with Ryu on the mound, the total eight and a half. What do you think here? You know, I hit the Blue Jays last night. I just thought the Rays uh, sweeping the Yankees, they'd be a little, uh, I, you know, the adrenaline maybe wears off coming home facing the Blue Jays. And I got lucky to hit it, by the way, because really, with the, uh, with the extra innings, lucky win there. I don't think the Rays are going to lose twice to the Jays, although Ryu is on the mound here. I wish it was anybody but Ryu is really what it comes down to here. Still, I'm going to go with the Rays here. It's just a gut feel play. You know, the fact that the Rays are dogs really makes me feel even better about it, although they're dogs still minus 102 here. I'm going to go with the Rays. I said I don't think they're going to lose two to the Blue Jays. And uh, Ryu is, you know, he's not sure that Colton's going to completely shut down a team here. I think they'll hit him enough. This just goes for me that I don't think the Rays are losing twice to the Jays. I just don't think it's going to happen here. So I'm going to have a small play, you know, uh, maybe half a unit, something like that, uh, on the mm-hmm. Rays in this game here. 
Right. I want to double check. Blue Jays now, after beating the Rays, are six yeah, straight. With the, yeah, I was going to say with the Astros' loss, they're the hottest team in baseball. And without Biggio, yeah. uh, not uh, without Bichette, Bichette that's their best yeah. hitter. I mean, that, that's that's damn impressive. I mean, really mm-hmm. impressive. Good for the Jays. It's coming to an end today. I think that that is uh, fair. Twins Royals. Uh, this is again another spot here where we saw an upset yesterday with Kansas City. We have. All world ace on the mound, Randy Dobnak, with his one four two ERA and four and one record. I mean, this is a spot, George, where it all feels super obvious. There's only one way to play it. The minus one fifty two number on the Minnesota Twins. Should this be higher? I don't know. Ugh, what do you think? What do I think? I think the Kansas City Royals have been the bane of my existence the past couple of weekends. Okay? They are killing me. Absolutely killing me. Uh, I'm wrong on this team a lot. And a lot has been with Minnesota, by the way. So Minnesota has not been good to me. Uh, one thing. It's just a little quirky little thing. It's because of uh, this season, the, the pandemic. This will be Brady Singer's third straight start versus Minnesota. Third straight. That's, I mean, that's just that's nuts because well, what's the schedule? What are you going to do? He's only given up five runs in the first two starts, going about five innings, about five innings and five plus, five and two thirds. So he's pitched solidly against them. Dobnak, which by the way, I guess is a great name for a and d character. Dobnak. There you go. Mm. Uh, Dobnak has also pitched well here. Uh, everything tells me that. When a team sees a pitcher over and over and over again, especially one who's not an ace, you know, not God, they should be able to hit him. But they yeah. haven't yet. He's pitched well here. Dobnak has pitched well. No, I'm not, I'm not touching it. I'm going to leave this game alone. I, I, was, I was actually looking towards the under a little bit, under 9.5, but that's just not, not striking me enough here. I'm not going to bet, uh, bet against Singer. I'm not going to bet against Dobnak. I think the game does go under. That's one, one thing I would lean mm-hmm. to there, lean to. But uh, everything else, nothing hits me here. I'm going to pass. Uh, maybe this is the game, third straight start, that Minnesota hits them. This next game fits a similar build. The Indians, after being red hot, lost to the ice-cold Detroit Tigers. They would have lost 10 in a row had they lost that game. They're minus 176. I think there's a world, George, because we've now actually talked about four, the four games yesterday that fit the description. Marlins upset, Tigers upset, Twins upset, and the other one was the Pirates upset. I don't know if you're, I myself actually haven't really done this much, but I wonder if you do round-robin parlays of the Nats, the Brewers, the Twins, and the Indians, and if you will come out positive for it with all of those teams coming off of a loss. Interesting way to look at it. Um, I'm going to look at this thing a little different. Uh, well, see, there's nothing in the concern to you. Matthew Boyd, he was good last year. They they should have Tigers should have traded him at the trade deadline when they had the chance, or they were offers for him. At least ever since the trade deadline, he hasn't pitched very well. He hasn't pitched very well at all. Uh, this season, he's been pretty bad. McKenzie is making his major league debut today, and that always scares me somewhat because you don't know what you're going to get. 
Is he going to be a deer in the headlights? Start walking people around the bases, loses control. This is not uh, an ace prospect or anything like that. McKenzie, this is the slot where either Clevenger or Plesak would have pitched had they uh, not been banished for what they did. So once it's a, it's a tough game for me to judge here. I probably lean towards Cleveland. You mentioned Detroit has struggled some some mightily. Although I love the fact that they've called up their young pitchers, Scubal and uh, Casey Mize. They're, they're both going to be very good pitchers in the uh, near future here. Um, I lean towards Cleveland here, but I'm not paying minus 176. That's not happening. Uh, plus mm-hmm. 114 on the run line, minus 1.5. I don't know if they trust their offense enough to go with that. So this is another game. There's a lot of games on this slate here where I'm just leaving alone. Yeah, I, I think the, the round-robin parlay is interesting. If you want to eliminate juice and round-robin parlay them all at minus a run and a half, I think that could also be interesting. And that was where now you, you'd get you know real, real big numbers. Um, that would be interesting. I want to update people. Bucks Magic after three. 99-79. The Bucks lead. The lead was cut into because George... Uh, the Magic put up 34 points there in the third quarter. As a whole, 63 points in that quarter. So if uh, the math is Good. correct, if my memory serves me, you only need 50 more. The live total sits at 230 and a half. It's 170. As I'm doing the math, same as you, it's 178 for, for the game. It's about a little less than 60 points a quarter on average. So we're well ahead of pace by that way. And the fact that there was uh, – the lead was cut somewhat. Maybe the starters play a little bit more. That's good news, too. Or both teams are going to take it a little bit more seriously. So that can be good news as well here. So uh, I am liking it. I think we got, what, 225? Yeah, 225 and a half mm-hmm. here. So uh, as far as mathematically, I'm on pace. So right now I'm a happy guy. As you should be. Uh, Giannis, by the way, uh, as I said, wouldn't be surprised if this is like the most efficient 30-point game in uh, NBA playoff history. Got 31 points on 11 of 12 shooting. Uh, absolutely ridiculous, dominating this game. Um, it will be interesting to see if they send Chris Middleton back out there uh, as he has a good game right now under his belt. 17 points, 7 of 15 shooting. Did go over two and a half threes by uh, going three of six. But for those that played his points prop, you would really like to see him start that fourth quarter without Giannis, get a little bit of a run in him. Uh, you know, you only need him to score depending on whether you got the 19-and-a-half or a 20-and-a-half that I know was uh, at one point there, uh, three or four more points. So uh, you'd hope the people that played that will get that home. Uh, let's keep going, though, with this uh, Major League Baseball slate here, George. Uh, the next game that I am seeing is Phillies Braves. Zach Wheeler, who I've been impressed by this year, is a minus-122 favorite up against the Atlanta Braves on the road, though. It's on the road. I remember, I'm still looking for a parlay partner for Washington here. So uh, right now we haven't found it yet, so I'm getting, I'm getting a little concerned here. Uh, as mm. far as uh, Zach Wheeler and Erlen, uh, I mean, listen, the pitching matchup tells you Philadelphia. Uh, all right, Wheeler's been – he's been really good. I mean, really good. The Mets, man, they're going to be kicking themselves right now. Yeah, let's sign uh, Barcelo, Waka, we'll trade with Stroman, but let's not sign Wheeler. Yeah, good move there. Um, I do lean towards the Phillies here. They made the trade yesterday, uh, which I think invigorates the team a little bit. Because they, uh, if you didn't hear, they traded for a couple of uh, relievers from Boston, uh, Workman and Embry. We're not talking about all-world relievers here, but Phil W's bullpen was horrific. And I mean horrific. It was really bad. So now they get some uh, some reinforcements there, which should help. It is Atlanta. No Kuna. Uh, no Albies. They both swung bats today, by the way. So maybe they're back tomorrow. Maybe next week for the Yankee series. Possibly. 
But I like the Braves in this game. Uh, I'm sorry, the Phillies in this game. Once again, mm-hmm. not a big play. I'm not going bananas here. Another half unit here, minus 122 on Philadelphia. This will not be my parlay. But uh, I'll take the Phillies uh, in this game. Over nine and a half, I'm not going to do because I think Wheeler's going to pitch well. So I'm just going to have the Braves minus 122. This is a this is a tough spot here. For me. Um, I like what I've seen from Zach Wheeler. I think that this Phillies team has potential. I think the Brandon Workman trade can. Uh, I mean, look at the end of the day, we consider their bullpen. They might as well have gotten a Walvis Chapman because how much better he is than what they've been throwing out. This Phillies team is been pretty annoying, I think, though, for people to back. They lose games that they shouldn't be losing, right? You know, they went to Boston. They were lucky to come away with the split. They lose the, the doubleheader to the Blue Jays, both by a run. The Braves beat them up pretty bad yesterday. Here's the interesting thing, because I want to back the Phillies. Short. One and five in the road. The Braves are nine and three at home. Now, again, does that stuff matter? I don't know. And, like, let me just put it that way. You see that. Do you care? Do you think that that could just be situation and opponent? Or do you think there are still teams that are kind of having these home road splits? Oh, I think there are teams that still have the home road splits. You know, for various reasons. You're more comfortable at home. Uh, you look at the, uh, a Yankee team. They're generally built for our left-handed power. Red Sox built for a right-handed power because that's how the ballpark's built. So it makes sense that you still want to play better in one spot or the other. Uh, do I understand there are no fans in the game? Sure, no juice, no energy. I get it. And that could affect players negatively or positively, uh, positively as well. But, uh, yeah, I still believe in home road splits. Maybe not as much as I used to, but I still look at it. Yeah, and, and that's why that might be enough to scare me off a little bit here. But I, I do think that the Phillies should get the job done. Boston Red Sox are minus 112 favorites over the Baltimore Orioles, uh, which is it's always one of these spots where, like, Seeing either one of these teams at this number is like, eh, Boston has won three in a row. Baltimore is reeling right now. Uh, a lot of stuff is going wrong for that team. We can expand on that one when we get back. I don't want to force the issue there. We'll talk about that and definitely get you set up for Heat Pacers as well. Uh, with the rest of this Major League Baseball slate, we're rolling now. Our number three here on In Game Live. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And welcome back to In Game Live. We are here. Once again, we're only one game currently game going here, and that's our NBA game here. And it's the Bucks all over the magic here. Uh, I wish baseball would have more game, afternoon games. I truly do. So we've been going through the baseball slate here. And the last game we're talking about is the Red Sox and Baltimore Orioles. Uh, they will start tonight at 7.35. Martin Perez versus Alex Cobb. Reds, Red Sox are uh, minus 112. Orioles minus 102. Now, Kevin mentioned before the break that Orioles are struggling. They're struggling badly. Uh, so they have some issues there. I am kind of – I want to take the Orioles. Almost for the same reason I want to take the Phillies. The Phillies, uh, I think they get some invigoration there by the trade of a couple of uh, bullpen pieces there. Uh, they got, uh, once again, Workman and Embry from the Red Sox last night. I think the Red Sox feel that low. Oh, we lost two more guys. We really are terrible. You know, that sort of thing here. I really want to take the Orioles today, Kevin. I really do. I want to take the underdog Orioles, and I've won some money with the Orioles as, as underdogs every now and then. Every now and then. I feel this is a spot for the O's, where they technically have their best pitcher pitching in Cobb. Perez for the Red Sox has been poor. I want to take the Orioles. I just don't know if I can pull the trigger right now. Yeah, it's one of those spots where they, they, it felt like they were maybe adjusting a little bit to what felt like a Baltimore team that had some juice to them. But here's another, though, you know, split that makes no sense. They are four and thirteen at Hamden Yards this year. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you're, you know, this team's eight and one on the road. Like, does that make any sense to you? I mean, the only thing I could think of would be that, and this, this is not true of the team, that they can't hit, so they can't take advantage of uh, Canton being a uh, hitter's ballpark here. But actually, this team can't hit. It's pitching where they have issues, right? So maybe it's getting outslugged at home. I mean, once again, it could happen in this game. The Red Sox can hit. They can't pitch. Uh, I did look at the over here, 10. I really wish it was 9.5. Yeah, it's, it's funny how a half throws us off a little bit. It just, uh, I think runs could be scored here, but I think these two guys could make it a 5-4 game. I'm still, I want to take the over here. I don't yeah. know why. I want to take the over here. I might have a half unit on Baltimore and a half unit on the over. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at that. Update actually, though, in the NBA. Eh, Magic cut it to 15. Now, you know, considering that this, was, this had ballooned to 30 or more, and that's not insignificant. Uh, certainly, if you back this team at the half, you're looking incredible as they're currently winning the half by 12 points. 
I think for your over-under, George, which is still currently on pace, it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's, you know, good because Milwaukee will be back in, but obviously you'd rather them just score, right? Um, as, you know, they've only scored two points here right now in the fourth quarter, right? So uh, it's, a, it's an interesting spot there. It is noteworthy, though, just that they've cut this down to 15, that live number 16 and a half. I wouldn't be dying to jump in here, though, guys. Uh, I, I would not. I'd kind of let that one. I'm trying to do the math. They got nine minutes. They need, what, uh, 38 points. So you need pretty much uh, two baskets. Oh, oh, it went in. Yes, that was nice. I feel a little nice three-pointer there from the world. Uh, it's, it's, it's funny how this So I need, you need uh, pretty much four points a minute is really what it comes down to for me. That's still doable. I'm still kind of oh, yeah. happy here. No, that that's very, very workable. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're in a spot here where – and, again, the live, the live number thinks the total right now is at Number three. So – Boy, they're bombing away real quick. All right. Yeah. Which, and it, you All know right, what, so man, yeah, I'm, credit, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. And credit, credit to, uh, credit to this team, though, in the way that they fight. You know, like, you might even get cheap fouls here at the end where they're fouling despite down a zillion for no reason. Um, so just, I, I think that that's certainly a, a good spot there. I want to keep rolling with this baseball, George, because I want to get at least right. through. Uh, before we get to the night games, I think we'll have some time then there. Uh, we've got, let's see, what have we got left here? Uh, Cubs, White Sox, Chicago battle, minus 186 to back Kyle Hendricks. Total is 10 and a half. How do you feel about this uh, Chi-Town battle? I think the White Sox just hit three more home runs as we were talking, by the way. Well, they hit yeah. six <laughs> last night. I mean, my God. Yeah. Louis Robert and Eloy Jimenez, I mean, these are not cheap shots. These guys hit the ball mm-hmm. 450 foot. This is uh, really – it's standing and judge all over again. These guys hit monster blasts. They're a lot of fun to watch. And when they, when they, uh, when they connect, it goes. Lopez for the White Sox. Ken Hendricks for the Cubs. First thing I look at – whenever I see Lopez, first thing I look at is the over. I don't know, 10.5. You know, the next thing I'm going to find out if uh, the wind's going to blow out at Wrigley tonight. I, so I do like the over here. You know, once again, another half unit somewhere around there. On the over, I would lean towards the Cubs with the game, but it's minus 186, and this will not be my parlay part. I don't feel strong enough here to make it my parlay with Washington. So I would lean towards the Cubs, but I would need a second parlay. And I've looked at the rest of the slate right now. There's a game we're going to talk about in a little bit. Unless I want to go Dodgers here, I don't think I'm going to be touching this game in any way. I think. See if I can get you in on this. Where is home team total run? Man, sometimes I go. Home total runs, five and a half. With Lopez on the mound off of a game where they scored once, I guess I have to double check what the wind is doing at Wrigley. But does that, does that not sound enticing? Yes. Because once again, if I got the over, I'm already banking the Cubs to score five to six, if not more. Lopez yeah. is terrible. Right? He's been mm-hmm. terrible. All right, everything tells you is terrible. Now you're playing in Wrigley. The, uh, I like that. And you, guys, you just found a bet for me. I will bet that as well. The only reason I won't is if when we do uh, further research, which we'll have to do, if the wind is blowing in. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's going to be blowing in, but if it's blowing in, then I won't, I won't have either bet, actually. I won't have the over or uh, 
a Cubs mm-hmm. scoring six here. But assuming the wind's neutral or blowing, if it's blowing out, I'm going to be doing a dancing a jig here. Uh, assuming it's neutral or blowing out, I will take both bets. I like it. You just found a bet for me. Awesome. I, I love when we're uh, when we're able to do that. Uh, one okay. more game here at this eight o'clock uh, ish late. Cardinals Reds, but the Cardinals just what an interesting just how much time that they missed like. If you would have told me that a team would have been hit worse than the Marlins were, like I would have never believed that. And then, you know, this team has only played 15 games. Like they're playing the Reds who have played 24. It's just such a big gap. Um, but look, they come into this game right now as the uh, as the favorites, not by a ton. Uh, okay, minus 132, total nine and a half. The over is at even money. Yeah, now it's a Wade Miley's going with Cincinnati. If this game was in Cincinnati, by the way, uh, I would have the over. Uh, it's in St. Louis. I'm going to pass on the over here. But I'm taking St. Louis here. Kim's going for them. He was the uh, the import. There was some thought early in the season that he might end up being the closer for this team back when Gallegos was hurt. And uh, uh, I forget the reliever now who's out for the season with Tommy John. Sorry about that, but his name escapes me. But he, uh, they didn't have a closer. They thought Kim might be it, but he's also a starter, quasi guy. So they ended up putting him into the starting rotation once they got hit by COVID. They lost some other guys here. I think he's going to do okay. Uh, I think it was certainly better than Miley. So once again, uh, Cardinals, another half unit uh, for them to win the game here, minus 132. I'm comfortable with that. I am still looking at the over. You know, it's only 9.5, and it's even money, plus 100. I am probably going to end up on that as well, as I think the Cardinals are going to hit Miley pretty hard. Interesting there. Yeah, I you know. Uh, Cardinals, I feel like our team, I just, I almost feel like I know nothing about because of how little I've seen them, right? Because even while I was paying such close attention to Major League Baseball, they were they were never playing. So that's kind of the, the interesting little off spot there, uh, if you will, will, for me on this team. While we have a chance here, I wanted to ask, when it comes to the Cardinals, like, what is your expectation? Like, does, Is this team going to be able to get to 60 games here? Like, if, if this is really behind them now, you think that this team actually does get to the full six? Well, if what you said, they have no other problems, right? Yeah. And by that, I don't even mean that. I mean, they're not playing a team that has a problem. Yankees haven't had a problem, yet they're going to miss five games, yeah. right? So if they have no other problems, which I find unlikely over the next five weeks, six weeks, I think it's five weeks, right? Five weeks in the season? Okay, I think they'll play 60, if no other problems. But uh, if you're asking me, Overall, including everything, no, I don't think they'll play for Dicks. I think there will be another problem. I don't know when they're going to be able to make this up. I just don't know when. They're going to play a truckload of doubleheaders. Good luck, Cardinals. Good luck to your bullpen there. But oh, I think man. this is one of those teams that's going to be going on a winning percentage. Yeah. I, I mean, and, you know, what are you meant to do, right? It's kind of just, it, it's what it is. There's, you know, and, I guess the only thing is from a betting perspective, if you were kind of looking for a full opportunity, you would think where, you know, and I know you've said this many a times, George, that um, you like to kind of bet on the team that lost game one of the doubleheader. The Cardinals, you know, they'll be in what feels like a ton of those spots. I've done that several times. I'm even looking, really. Uh, I look at a pitching magic to make sure it's just not one-sided. But uh, generally, one team loses a doubleheader, first game, I automatically take the other team. I will not be doing that automatically with the Washington-Miami game today. Uh, once again, Miami's sort of decimated there. I will look more closely. But uh, there are certain teams. Yankees and Rays did it. Uh, Yankees and Phillies did it. Uh, a couple others that did it as well. It's 
not every doubleheader, obviously, but it's something like 74% of doubleheaders end in splits. Yeah. Well, which makes sense, though, right? I mean, baseball sometimes is such a coin flip game. You have to beat a team twice. Hard to beat a team Let me twice. actually take this. Let me then ask you about a game. I don't even know if there, if there are odds on the board for uh, game number two. I don't think there are, right, between Nationals I don't uh, see the Nats and the Marlins? Yeah. Now, so the Nats are massive favorites in game one, right? So with the fact that game one, right, isn't a coin flip at all, does that carry over to you then in game two where if the Nats get the job done, you'll look at Miami or you'll kind of isolate it more because game one, the Nationals are supposed to win by so much, it kind of takes out the coin flip mindset. In some ways, yes, but I think what's bothering me is I'm looking at this uh, for game two. Will Crow's going to go for Washington. Good luck there. Miami's undecided. Is this where Sixto Sanchez is going to make his major league debut? Top prospect. Kid throws hard, 100 miles an hour. I don't. Once again, here in the headlights, we don't know how, what he'd be like in his first start, but that's what I'm wondering here. What's going to happen? You know, I, I need to see who the starting pitch is going to be first. But like I said I automatically would not be banking on the Mar- assuming the Nationals win Game One, which of course I'm assuming because I have all the bets. I'm not going to mm-hmm. automatically assume the Marlins win Game Two. I won't do that. I think that that is fair. Sixto Santos is his name. Sixto Sanchez. That's an awesome name. Sixto? That's a great name. I'm in on that. I'm in on that. JT Romuto trade. That's how uh, Miami got him. Not not bad. All right, we'll be right back. More in-game live on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So 
Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We're live right here on In Game Live. It is Kevin Walsh, and it is George Kurtz. I want to get you guys set up here for game number two uh, of the NBA. The Heat are going to be playing the Pacers. This series has not felt uber competitive in ways. The Pacers' offense is leaving so much quiet series is leaving so much to be desired that I am struggling kind of with picking a spot here in this game. Because as much as I think the Heat are a better team, and I've already backed them in this series, you know, are they going to go 3-0? That's a big ask. That's a big ask, okay? And, and they're laying a price that has shown the gap between these sides. But I don't feel great about it either way. The total of 213.5 feels very low. The Heat have a team that I believe has a high high offensive ceiling. But I have been burned. Oh, God. That's why people laugh. I went over 215.5 in game number one of this series. 214 points. I went over the Heat's team total of 110.5 in game number two. 109 points. I have lost two bets on this series by a combined two points. Or two and a half points. So I've been burned in this spot here with this series. Where I have been able to make hay has been live. Okay? You can pick your spots live in this series. And that's, I think, what my plan is. Now, unfortunately, I'd love to leave you guys with a pregame play. And if I had to, I'd like to lean towards the over because I'd like to think that the Pacers, after scoring, in three meaningful games against the Miami Heat since we've entered the bubble, and of course two playoff games, I scored 92 points, 101 points, and 100 points. I'd like to think that they try and come out guns a-blazing, rolling fast, hopeful you know, for some positive shooting regression, but that feels kind of like a fool's errand to just assume that they are going to offensively figure this thing out. I'm interested in this first half over of 106 at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I am considering it. But they've not gone over that number yet here in this series. It feels like more guesswork than strong lean. So unfortunately, guys, I don't really have anything for you guys pregame. I think it'd be forcing. I think it would. If you want to play in the props market, I think Bam out of bio. Okay, can have some juice there because he's been awesome in this series, but uh, did deal with a lot of foul trouble. But I'm not over the moon necessarily about any of those numbers anyway. Uh, So I would say, George, uh, you know, we got you involved in one NBA game, but there's no way I said anything there uh, that would give you any confidence to bet here in game number two. Kimmy, I'm finding myself getting mad at this NBA game here when these guys miss shots or uh, throw away dumb passes that get picked off. Uh, boy, you would have won a lot of money if you said, hey, would George get mad about an NBA game today? Well, yes, the over came in. I'm actually annoyed. But I still need uh, I need two baskets a minute here. That's all I need. I don't care what kind of baskets they are. Just, you know, <laughs> stop giving the ball away. Right, gee, I wonder why Orlando's losing here. I think I've seen him give the ball away three times now in the past minute and a half. And another brick. Ugh. Uh, this is going to be frustrating. So I'm, going to, I'm just going to lose this by like a point or two. I can feel it. 
that's okay. That's all right. I'm not mad. Anyway. I'm not mad. Uh, yes. I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad. I'm calm. Another miss. That's great. That's like four misses in a row. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm a little bit of an NBA game again. Uh, again, if I lose this, I guess the three. Rick. I mean, now they can't take a basket. They, they couldn't hit a slam dunk right now if they tried. I mean, there's been a basket now in about 40 seconds. And another. Oh, he hit a three. Thank you, buddy. I there we go. There we go. That's think, big. What are we at now? At 216, and he got 10 points. He five buckets. Uh, four if you get a close to three. So uh, still looking good. Still, still two baskets a minute. Uh, it's funny how we break it down, mathematically, how we break things down. Uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, another another brick by uh, Milwaukee here. You are dealing with all bench players. Right? That is the, the tough part. Another of brick. This is great. I don't, don't, I don't mean to laugh. Don't tell me this. This is what? Bench players. Don't you want to know why they're missing? I would have known that. I don't know. I don't. I just know they miss. Who's the guy with the big hair? Robin Lopez. And he missed. Of course he did. I mean, literally, they've, had, they've missed like six of the past seven, both teams, six of the past seven shots. And you know, all yeah. oh, Orlando's going to do is go for threes. Here's another one. Three. Yeah. He hit it. He hit it. Woo! All right, we're at yeah, 219. I need six and a half points, man. Come on. 138 left. Oh, yeah, now you're playing ball control. Jerks. Even Milwaukee to just do something. He's going for a three. And he hits it. These are on fire. Two baskets. Two baskets. Any kind. Two baskets. If I lose this, by the way, I'm going to be angry. Yep. Another three. Hit. They won't stop missing. A free throw, even, right? A free throw. Any basket. For the love of God, any basket. Oh, I would, kind of my heart would absolutely break. Yes, oh, this is how this goes. This is how it goes in NBA totals. If I, if I lose, I need one point. One point with over a minute oh, left. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, two misses. We're up to two misses so far. Oh, no. We're, we're in. Oh, boy. Well, I'm not going to say Tackle anything. Him. Smack him. <laughs> Start a fight! I was even close. I can shoot better than that. Start a fight! A oh, he hit it. He hit it. He hey! Hit it. Right. Never in Ooh. doubt, in fact. Absolutely never in doubt. Oh, thank I'm you, Kevin. Actual thank you. Ah, oh, man. You got me into this, but thank you. Yeah, no, I'm listen, I'm, I'm glad. You're too kind. But this is the thing, George. I've I've seen this, man. These NBA totals, like you are, you are destined to be watching the worst players in the league with a minute to go. Just praying, you know what I mean? Like I, t- I can, like, and you know how much I follow the NBA. BJ Johnson, who hit that three for you to win your bet. By the way, that was the last back uh, bu- bucket of the game. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him in my life. <laughs> like I cannot, be- like. This is his second year in the league. He went to LaSalle. Like, I got nothing for you on B.J. Johnson other than I think he hit two of those threes maybe. So My new favorite player, though. What a hero. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get his jersey. <laughs> that was his only shot. That was his only shot. He had just like three. That's all you needed, though. Wow. Lovely. He's That's what you like to see, though. That's what you like to see. 
228 points. The game uh, did go over for the full game as well, uh, and the Bucks do cover uh, that big number, although not by a ton. Uh, they win this game by 14 points. Uh, if you went for the, if you if you backed Milwaukee pregame and then got the Magic half, that would be two games in a row now that that strategy would work for you, where the Bucks have covered your pregame number, but they've gotten up by so much. You could come back around on Orlando for a middle, and you would have slammed both. Uh, maybe something to keep in mind as that series does move forward. Uh, George, let's head back over to – actually, you know what? Five minutes here in this segment. Last segment, we'll have a lot of time uh, with, I think, everything going on in Major League Baseball. Let me pull up the numbers for tonight's hockey game uh, and talk a little bit about that matchup and what you're thinking uh, between Dallas and Colorado, minus 170, the Avalanche are favored. And this is a round two matchup. Yes, uh, first game of the second round here. Minus 170 is high. Colorado is a better team in Dallas, but they're not that much better here. Uh, I'm going to play the plus 145 because I'm getting too much money there. I'm just getting too much. Now, uh, Dallas is, won't have Ben Bishop in net. He is their starting goaltender, but... He played one game in the first round. He's not healthy. They call him unfit to play. Uh, it is an injury. It's not COVID. It's, uh, there's some kind of injury there. My guess is lower body. Uh, Hudobin's played solid. You know, he hasn't been great. He is a very good backup goaltender. One you can make an argument who probably could start for at least half the teams in the NHL. But he's a very good backup goaltender, so they're lucky to have him. Colorado, Grubauer and that. This way you always look at the NHL, who the goaltenders are. He's been up and down this season. He was replaced for a while as the starter. He's back. He's not going to win a game for you. Um, so I think I'm going to go uh, Dallas plus 145, mainly because, once again, I just think it's too uh, You give me too much money there. I got to go with it. Uh, it's not like Colorado has a home game here. You're in a bubble. Over five and a half, both teams can score goals. Dallas has looked better on offense uh, as that series against Calgary went along here. I'm going to have some money on the over as well. Not much on the over. Just a little play here. Uh, no more than a half a unit. Uh, same thing with the uh, the game itself, plus 145. Got a half unit on both. I'm a prop guy when it comes to hockey. I do like my props here. I do think goals are going to be scored here. So I'm going to have some guys uh, who are going to just uh, really for giggles here. Joe Pavelski to score a goal. He has been hot as anybody. Is uh, any one goal, plus 320. I'll take my chance that Pavelski puts one home tonight. You know, I'm not going to touch someone like Tyler Seguin who's been cold. Uh, Nathan McKinnon. I want to see what Nathan McKinnon's uh, – do they have points? Oh, they don't. I really want to see Nathan hmm. McKinnon's points there, but they don't have that yet. They only have – actually, they don't even have assist totals for anybody. It's just goals so far. Hmm, that's annoying. Maybe I'll get – maybe some of those – I got Nathan McKinnon here. points here. I have it I here. I'm not, have it? I have it uh, under the player props market. Um, I'm actually – I'm oh, okay, seeing a, a good – yeah, McKinnon right. uh, well, now over one point, over one point minus one fourteen. So it's over one, not over over a half. All right, I'm not going to play that. I was hoping it would be a half uh, rather than mm-hmm. one. Uh, once again, Dallas has a very good defensive system. I don't think it's going to be an eight four shootout. I just think it might be something like four two, and you might need to do a four three. You might even need an empty net goal there uh, for giggles there. So I might look at power play points. That would be the next thing I'd look at for McKinnon. Colorado does have a very good power play, so I'd be interested in that as well. 
Uh, Rantanen would be somebody I would look at also here if you get plus uh, plus money value for Rantanen. Landis Cog would only be assist. He's not scoring goals, but he is setting people up. If you can get over a half on an assist, I would take that on Landis Cog as well. Landis Cog over half assist plus 118. I'm taking it. I'll take Landis and then, uh, assist point. And then McKinnon over a half power play points is plus 154. I'll take that too. Any any over a half for a top player like these, I'm going to take my chances and I'm going to get plus money. Absolutely. I yeah. don't even need to hit it tonight, guys. I hit it once every two games, I'll be plus money. Give me McKinnon. And Landis. Uh, I like it there. Make sure you guys have been checking out those prop markets. The Dallas Stars and the Avalanche have uh, been, I think both teams in their last game scored seven goals. Uh, so then goals, goals, goals there. Yes. Hopefully that trend continues tonight. We come back, we close up in game live. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We are live on In Game Live on the Sports Grid. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by George Kurtz. This is our final segment here, guys. So, feel free to hit us up over on Twitter. Let us know what you're on if you've got some questions. Uh, George, very active on Twitter. I'll uh, I myself as well. Uh, so you can find George at George Gertz. You can find me at the Kevin Walsh. And of course, hit us up over at Sports Grid uh, and let us know what you guys are on today. It's been a fun three hours. It's still flown by, even though we've really only had the one game. We had a pregame bet and an in-game bet, though. You can't ask for much more than that. Uh, I want to 
the go to these other four baseball games, George, here. Uh, we'll start Rockies-Dodgers. Kyle Freeland against Dustin May. Uh, the Dodgers, as par for the course, are big-time favorites. And you were saying this is a game you have your eye on. I do because I think this is my parlay partner with the Cubs. You know, I don't love it, mind you, and I would not bet it alone. But I need a parlay partner. And I'm going to go with Dustin May over Friedland. If it was in Colorado, I wouldn't be doing this, by the way. But in uh, L.A., Dodgers are playing well. I'm gonna, I gonna. I need to get that minus 220 down. Normally, Kev, when I do parlays, I like to look at games where I think, okay, this team's definitely going to win. What well, I think they're definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think that with the Dodgers here. I don't. I think this will be a better game here. Dustin May's really good. But I don't – there's no other game I like. No other game that I love as far as a parlay partner. You know, the games are going over next. No, I'm going to take one as a parlay partner for my main parlay. It's my secondary parlay. So I'm going to go with Mar- with May and the Dodgers here. But I got a funny feeling Cubs will beat the White Sox, and I'll be sweating this one out. This way it's going to be closer, and I'm going to be like, oh, come on, Dodgers. Please, uh, you know, get this win for me, something like that. Overrun is eight and a half. Not going to touch it. I'm not, certainly not touching the run line either. But I'm gonna, like I said, I'll take the parlay with the Dodgers here. And I also, once again, I want to see what May's props are for strikeouts. He, this guy throws yeah. 9,900 miles an hour. Dustin May. And they're not liking strikeouts today. They're just not liking it. No. Kyle Freeland no, has no. it. That's weird. But not Dustin May. Damn. When it, when it comes it's, to Dustin May. Are they not May. showing strikeout totals now for top, uh, top strikeout guys? We didn't see Scherzer's. And now we don't see Dustin Mays. Yeah, you know what? Let's see if the Scherzer one is there. Because I was like, maybe that... The thing is, they, they have nothing... Basically, they have given you, like, run line, money line, total in that national. There's just nothing there to bet in that. I don't understand why they wouldn't go with the with Dustin May. Well, like, could it be in a different... He's not Garrett Cole. Home? He's not Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Like, let's see. Do they have Kyle Hendricks' strikeout prop? They do. Um, do they have uh, Zach Wheeler strikeout prop? They do. Oh, Zach Wheeler might be somebody's intern. They have Wheeler? Yeah, they do. Um, Four and a half? That's low. Oh, oh, my God. Minus 134, but I'll take that. All right, I'm taking yeah. that. Wheeler. That goes right down on the notepad. Yeah, that's where everything gets written down as we go do the shows. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to take that Zach Wheeler over uh, over four and a half minus one thirty four. I would have thought that would have been at least five and a half. And I don't think I would have complained if it was higher than that. I want to see what his strikeout totals have been in other games. Am I wrong about him? Is he not striking out people? But uh, yeah, I like that one a bunch. I I just find it weird. Uh, it could be a coincidence that no Scherzer, no Dustin May, the two. Likely hardest throwers today. We don't have a strikeout total. Uh, oh, I'm seeing why Wheeler's uh, total is low, by the way. He's not striking out, guys. Mm. Four, two, two, four. Wow. Uh, so you're paying Juice to play. strike out more guys than he has all year. Raise a strikeout all team. Right. Oh, no Acuna, no Albies, no Marquecas either. So they're playing some guys they normally don't. I'm still going to have a play on this, but it's not going to be what I thought it was. I was yeah, going to go okay. full unit on this. Now it's at best a half unit, maybe not even that. The numbers tell me no, but the Braves lineup tells me yes. So I'm not as thrilled about this as I once was. 
Yeah, I, I, and I understand why. I was going to make this point, which is Dustin May. For a while, I would see his, his price, and I go, man, that's too much. I know the Dodgers are great, but is Dustin May that? But look, he was a top prospect, and he's now started to pitch well. Like, if you would isolate this game, does, does Dustin May and the Dodgers feel justified at minus 220, especially considering that the Rockies have lost 8 of 9 and the Dodgers have won 9 of 10? Well, that's what you're going with here, right? We're going for a, Dustin May is, is really good, but he's not there yet, right? He's not, oh, my gosh, Dustin May pitcher tonight. It's win night. You're not quite there, and generally he doesn't go deep at the games. He's only gone more than yeah. five innings twice this season. Now with that, he's pitched four and a third, three and a third, four and a third. You know, he's pitched good. He's never given up more than two earned runs. And so we like what he's doing, but his pitch count gets up there quickly. So that's what I'm worried about mm. there. Freeland is uh, your average starting pitcher. The uh, Dodgers should hit him pretty hard. I mean, uh, 220 does seem a little high for me, but we're paying for the Dodgers. You're paying, it's like you pay for the Yankees. You're paying for the Dodgers. They know they're going to win more games than they lose here. I'm still going to go with it, mainly because this is the best game I can find for my parlay. I do not love it, but it's the best one I can find on the slate. It's a weak pitching slate tonight. It's really what it comes down to. It's a weak, We only have one true ace in Scherzer. Everyone else is a couple of number twos, but everything else is fours and fives, it seems like. So I'm still going here. But I, uh, I'll be the first to tell you, I do not love it, and there's no way I would play this alone. Yeah, I think, and I think that's a good distinction to make. Astros, Padres, the Padres are minus 138 uh, as home favorites. Look, they've been great as home favorites. The Astros have been very bad as road dogs, total of 9.5, maybe a bit high, maybe a bit low. What do you think about this game? Belak versus Davies. Ooh. Not exactly your uh, marquee pitching matchup here either. Uh, mm-hmm. The Padres didn't hit a grand slam last night. It's all over for them. Right? They grand slam oh. in four straight games, major league record, but none last night. Done. Well, they're not good. Uh, no. I mean, if you can't hit a grand slam tonight, well, really, what are you? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a feel for the game. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know much about Belak. I would have to do a lot of research on him. Zach Davies is a blob guy. Yeah, they uh, actually should hit him. Once again, it's a 9-10 start. I think if things don't go well for me early on, the over is going to be a possibility in this game. It's only 9.5. Petco Park is not the pitcher's park it used to be. The last couple of years, they brought the stadium, they brought the fences in about two years ago. It plays neutral towards hitters now, so uh, we like that here. And I, I'm gonna have to, like I said, I really got to do some research on Belak to find out who he is, what he is. I know he's not one of their top prospects, but I know Davies is nothing special here. I think runs will be scored tonight. Uh, we've got Mariners, Rangers. Uh, the Rangers have been awful of recent, losing six in a row. The Mariners have been awful, period. Uh, anything for you in this game? We are seeing now uh, the Rangers become a bit of an over team of recent. They've played to five straight overs, uh, even some of those actually being in their own ballpark, which is such an underpark. Uh, and in their 12 road games, nine of them have gone over. Small number here, eight and a half. By the way, apparently I should get to know Belak. He's pitched very well this year. 1.69 ERA. He hasn't given up more than two runs in any start. Doesn't go deep in the games again. Five, six innings guy. But he's pitched pretty well. Apparently I should get to know this guy. All right, as far as uh, Rangers uh, and Mariners, the game went, ugh. Uh, I really don't want to watch mm. this game. Sheffield is the uh, – actually, Yankee, actually. The Yankees trade him in the Paxton deal. Uh, guy could amount to being a, a possible number two starter one day. He's got – He's got the repertoire to do that. Jordan Lyles, nothing special for the Rangers here. You're playing in a pitcher's ballpark. No, no, because you know what? I'm not even going to watch this game, though. 
I don't want to watch this game. There's nothing, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of Safeco Field. Nice stadium, but it's not something I, it's not like, I like watching games in Fenway or like watching games in Wrigley or Camden because I know balls are going to fly out. It'll be fun to watch. But I'm not going to watch the game. The hockey game will be on. I have other parlays going on during this game here. And there's nothing here that stands out to me. I'm, I, are you going to bet yeah. minus 140 on the Mariners ever? No. Ever? No. Not one. All right. No. I, uh, I was thinking, uh, plus 130 on the run line is interesting, but no. If I was going, yeah. if I was having a crazy night and I was betting a lot of games, okay, maybe, but I'm not doing that tonight. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. This game will be, you know, every now and then I'll check my phone to see what the score is, but that's about it. Final game uh, on the slate, George. Diamondback, Giants. Uh, anything interests you in this matchup with uh, Zach Gallen on the mound for the D-backs? Yeah, you found my parlay. This is my parlay with the Washington Nationals. I got bookends. The first game of the day and the last game of the day will be my parlay. Mm-hmm. Gallon's uh, pretty good for Arizona. Giants, not so good is really what it comes down to here. Uh, I think the Giants beat Diamondbacks last night. They won't do it two games in a row here. So give me, uh, this, as my parlay partner, Arizona and Washington, uh, I'll take that in a parlay gladly. It brings down the plus money here, which I love. And uh, once again, I just don't see the Diamondbacks losing again to the Giants. Yeah, I think that that is fair. George, I want to quickly rip the uh... – Hit these last two NBA games for people. Uh, Rockets, Thunder. The Thunder are getting two and a half points. I will tell you this, guys, by the way, uh, you're going to have to check out with the Twitter because, you know, for, I'm, cer- I'm certainly someone, as the day goes along, I'll decide more and more what I want to do here. Um, but an early lean towards the Thunder because I think there might be some regression coming with some of the shooting that we have seen from the Houston Rockets, other guys. But I might need to pair it with some overs for both James Harden and Eric Gordon, who had terrible shooting performances in game number two. Kind of a full game play with a prop hedge, and maybe we hit both of them. I've done that a lot in the NFL. Um, And I think that that's something that can certainly apply here in this matchup. Late game, Lakers-Blazers. Here's the thing. It's funny. When we get to these four games, right, because they're, they're all together, right, I have series investments in three of the four. Uh, Okay, I've got the Bucks to win in five. I've got the Heat to win in less than seven, and I've now got the Lakers to win in less than seven after they lost that opening game. And because of that, I'm not over the moon about jumping in on a spread, because if they win, it's good for me, but now I've lost money. I've kind of given some back, and I have to be honest about what I'm playing. But I will tell you this. This total of 224 is wow, okay? This number in game number one closed up in the 230s. Because people were betting over. Now it came, it obviously flew under. Last game out, flew under as well. The Lakers defense has been scary, scary, scary. Okay? And you're looking at a Blazers team that was flying over numbers with a 108 and a half team total now. Maybe play the full game. You want to isolate it on the Lakers side of things. I think there's reason to believe that they can get there as well. The only reason they didn't get there last game was they put everybody on the bench in that fourth quarter. Interesting game. Again, follow the Twitter. We'll give you the updates as well. And, of course, follow George on Twitter, at George Kurtz, who is always uh, on there making it happen. But, George, that'll do it for us here uh, on In-Game Live. It flies by again. Great stuff from you, as always. We'll see you guys tomorrow. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.